The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What is going on, my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 318. We are streaming live over on YouTube to over 150 countries worldwide. If you're out there in the chat, go ahead and say something. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you want to call or text into the show, yes, you can call or text into the show. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. This is where I usually talk about the Veteran Crisis Hotline, so I'm not going to do that right now. But what I will say is, is if you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness looking for that light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice. I can probably listen to you, maybe talking through some stuff, and I can get you maybe towards some help. Um, the biggest thing I want you to remember is this. You are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So um, make sure you get a hold of someone, whether it's the Veteran Crisis Hotline or anyone. Um, just make sure that you understand that... Um, You've got friends out here. Uh, we are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website marines.com. And as always, we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check out all of your favorite pro-gun, pro-2A podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. And we might be um, making a move to another radio network if you will uh at the beginning of the year so stand by for the standby standby let's take this off of my ugly mug and say hello to a couple uh well i'll put it this way I, I think both these guys had better weekends um than oh wait man my bad you didn't have a very good weekend because i was razzing you both on i could give a damn who beats who in the michigan ohio state game but just because in our group chat that we have, both of these fools are from that weird state of Ohio, I was taking the the spot and the place in the side of Michigan um, this past weekend, and, and man, wasn't that a great football game. So, uh, yeah, they weren't very happy about that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, but first, from the weird state of Ohio, the only state that takes – Two people to spell four letters. We got Chris from the seven four. Oh, what's up? Not much, man. Thanks for the invite. I was glad you were doing a show tonight. I didn't have one scheduled, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah, uh, Jacob says he's found something amazing at his local gun shop today. Has, what's that? Yeah, last night was Yoko's birthday, and um, you know, did birthday things. So I was gonna do one tonight. I sent a text to Chris and I said, "Look." 
I'll try not to go too much past eight o'clock um, and all of that. But he says, I'm not doing a show. So that's like, okay. So yeah, glad to have you, buddy, as always. Nice glasses, by the way. Nice glasses. They look good on you. I know that you're getting used to them, but they, they do look good on you. And it's yeah. weird not to see you in black. You're like in a in a in a FDE sweatshirt. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Like, did the glasses like uh, mix up everything? That you're no longer colorblind, or scrambled, scrambled like, my brain, didn't it? Apparently, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. it's uh, yeah. Don't take some getting used to, but uh, I think it's going to be nice, especially driving home today. I'm like, man, I didn't know how bad yeah. my eyes were. I always had 2010 vision growing up, and I still have 2020, which I guess is good. But I tell you what, I have to wear reading glasses now for things up close, and it was, um, you know, it's what it is. But no, man, I like them. They look good. They look good. And standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona, such a fine sight to see. It's the ginger, my lord, and a flatbed Ford. What's up, man? How are you? I am doing well, and uh, just so you know, Chris and I do not give a damn about the whole state of Michigan, just so you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I understand. Um, I, I'm having a little problem here because Ginger's tagline says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is. And no, it is not. Matter of fact, I, I'm, two things that will just debunk you. First... Bruce Willis himself has come out and publicly said that it's not a Christmas movie. And two, do you know when that movie was released? I don't know. July of 1988. Christmas movies are not released in July. Summer blockbusters are released in July. So a Christmas movie cannot be a Christmas movie if it's not released in the, in the holiday season. This thing was released in July, so... It is not a Christmas movie. It and I'm getting ready to get a lot of hate in the chat. <laughs> but it is. So, yeah. Well, I want to give you uh, a couple, two minutes for the two way. We call it two minutes. It takes as much time as you want, but it just sounds funny. It kind of sounds cooler. Two minutes for two way. Right. Um, but two minutes for two way. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the GOA world. You uh, want to catch everybody up? Let's see. We won a battle in Oregon. We won a battle in Maryland. And the, then the state police said they're not gonna they're gonna enforce the rules that are already in place. So that's even worse. And then we had the big pistol brace uh, permanent injunction go through. But now it looks like we're going to have some pushback on that from our friends or not friends at the three-letter organization that's better off a convenience store than it is an actual organization. And then... uh, We we knew that was coming, though. I mean, which actually... I think this actually might be a good thing. And and hear me out. Hear me out. I'm going to be like, what? No. I think it's a good thing because historically... Um, the Supreme Court doesn't like to necessarily hear cases that there isn't some dissension between sides, right? So not only has the circuit courts put a a permanent injunction on this nationwide, and now if the ATF does go and try to appeal that, that is actually a good thing because this actually might get pushed to the Supreme Court. And I feel pretty comfortable uh, with the makeup of the court currently that uh, if it does go to the supreme court then um 
not only will the pistol brace get turned down, but I think that it's going to open up a can of worms for a lot of stuff to happen. That's just my opinion. No, and I think you're right. Uh, we had to get this to go so we can get a permanent ruling on this across the board. Yep. But also we've we've got, and you and I talked about a week ago about this, that the 11th mm -hmm. Circuit and the 7th Circuit, I want to say, I may have mixed those up, but those two, uh, the one that Benitez is on and the one in Illinois, they have differing opinions. Um, and mm -hmm. that's two different judges in two different states on two different circuit courts that have two differing opinions. And there's only one place for it to go from there. It's to the higher courts. And Absolutely. if the higher courts rule, like we think they're going to rule, then they that's going to set a, a precedent across the board for any awb that is ever proposed right so um yeah like i said with the way that scotus currently is made up uh, i'm i'm not against this going to the supreme court you know um we'll see we'll see yeah. uh what else you got going on well we have our episode with uh so your episode launched two weeks ago for the state of the second podcast uh we just did our thanksgiving episode and we just launched our episode with uh sylvan arms and we're talking oh, okay. suppressor suppressor stuff in that nice 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 um right on um did both y'all turn your cameras off or is my thing going funky on me no, my camera just overheated and shut off, so I have to switch settings. Hold on. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure that, like, at about the same time, you and Chris' cameras both went off. I was like, whoa, is something going on weird on my side? Who knows? Uh, with StreamYard, you kind of you wonder sometimes, but yeah. <clears throat> All right, you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday over in our YouTube community tab, we have our pony polls. And uh, make sure you go check out andersonmanufacturing.com. Our buddy Kyle is right now over on a veteran hunt, uh, and uh, we'll just put uh, location um, not disclosed for the public. That said, uh, he's with some Marine Brothers out there, and I've been getting texts all day the last few days, uh, last couple of days, and uh, they're doing well up there. They're doing well wherever they are. Uh, but go check out AndersonManufacturing.com, and, and thank you for doing the pony polls. Our first question was Monday. He's got 1.5 thousand votes. For Santa, what kind of cookies do you think Santa appreciates and likes the most? Sugar cookies or chocolate chip? Chris? I got a good chocolate chip. Yeah, when Santa comes to your house, he seems to enjoy the chocolate chips a little bit more. Yep. Yeah, mine's, mine's, mine is uh, sugar cookies. By far. Now, Mrs. Claus, she digs the chocolate chip for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Ginger, when Santa comes to your house, is it sugar cookies or chocolate chip? He might be messing with his camera still. It is chocolate chip, and yes, I'm still messing with my camera. Chocolate chip. Well, interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, 1.5 thousand votes. 59% are wrong that say chocolate chip. 41% are correct that say sugar, but what do I know? Um, snickerdoodles? No, that's a uh, defense. That's the snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles is, um, I, I would, uh, yeah, 
I'd go with that. That's that's not bad. Now, Bill Alexander's has simplified double dogs. Michigan in the house. So he comes in strong, just making sure the two Ohio boys are are feeling that love. Feeling we that still love. still don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. The whole state. The whole state. Uh Sykes out there says, you forgot pecan sandies? No, I did not. That just, I don't even know what that is. That sounds disgusting. I'm not a big pecan fan. Now, down here we call it pecan. Up north, is it pecan or is it, is it pecan? How do you guys say it up there, Chris? You got you hear it both ways here. So. Okay. Yeah, I've always called yeah, it pecan. pecan. Yeah, pecan's kind of a weird one, but I hear that from like Yankees a lot. So I was like, that must be a thing up there. Uh, let's see here, Specter Solutions out there. What's up, brother? Uh, now Buck Buck might have the winner here. Santa here likes brownies. I don't, I, I'm not a chocolate guy, but I'd love me some brownies. My daughter legitimately makes the best brownies I've ever had. I'm not saying they're the best in the world, but they're the best brownies I've ever had in the world. And she made them for Thanksgiving and all that. So I was really happy about that. Uh, let's see here. What are they also they saying? Uh oh, oh, okay. John has to change cameras and do all that. So, um, defense dad says, don't forget to leave Santa a Morgan and Coke. I go the crown and Sprite, but that's okay. Uh, you have the right idea for sure. You for sure. Um, you can have the UP and OK. I think that's a Michigan thing. I've heard of UP. That's Upper Peninsula, but I don't know what the OK is. I don't know. Uh, Marcus says, I think Santa would like Girl Scout cookies. That's getting a little racy there, man. Um, you know, I'm not into the old pedophile thing, so I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Jacob says brownies would be a good choice to contract the brownie crumbs, though. Yeah, well, you can track the cookie the cookie crumbs as well, too. But uh, let's see if if he's back and he looks fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. The, the camera overheated and then it didn't want to let me change over to the webcam. So I just swapped uh, over. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. Our second poll this week. Over two thousand votes, which is better. This is gonna. This is gonna. I want to hear you guys out there in the chat as well. But this is gonna ruffle some feathers. Which is better, Christmas Vacation or Elf? Uh, Ginger, Christmas Vacation or Elf? Christmas Vacation, because the shitter's full. The shitter is full. Shitter is and full. Save, save the neck for me, Clark. See my my quote. So, uh, Chris. Elf or Christmas Vacation? Our Christmas Vacation. We did this uh, the other night on the Ghost and Clover. We kind of did like our top five Christmas movies. And let's, let's kind of go through that with you guys. Um, I'm a big Christmas guy. I know that sounds weird. Uh, I am a sap when it comes to Christmas. I love the whole festive, the, the whole family side of things. I my wife and I will get stuff for my daughter and her fiance and, and all of that. But I always get a specific present for each one of my family. Uh, and then I go through like 
it's usually a personal thing to where I, I, I research what they would want and different things. So I enjoy that side of it. I'm kind of like that, that nerdy Clark Griswold, if you will. I want, I want the perfect Christmas. Right. And so I, I, I get that. Um, but if you guys had to go through like you're maybe not you're in a, in a, in a row, like you're from one to five, but what are like, I'm going to start with uh, Chris on this one. Like if you could pick like your favorite five movies that are Christmas movies, do you have them? You like Christmas movies, first of all. My all-time favorite's Christmas Story. I love that movie. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great um, one. Then I'd have to probably go Christmas Vacation. Yep. Then probably Elf. I do like Elf. Yep. Yep. I do like the original Home Alone. That was pretty good. Yep. I just watched that uh, last week. It was on TV, and I was like, I haven't seen it in a couple of years, so I watched it. I forgot how funny like that that 20 minute span that Pesci is there in the house. That is one of the greatest. I, it's not his best role, but I think it's, it's one of my favorite roles of Pesci, right? Then I got to go with die hard. I watch it at least once. <laughs> killing me. Absolutely killing me. I'm surprised you didn't say like lethal weapon because you know, yeah, yeah. Um, Jacob says Harry Potter. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Like I'm a nerd when it comes to Harry Potter. I would never consider that just because Christmas happens to be involved in the movie does not make it a Christmas movie. Um, anyways, Ginger top five Christmas movies. You don't have to be maybe in order, but just, you know, throw them out there. Well, being from Cleveland, it's gotta be a Christmas story. Been in the house a couple of times. It's gotta be. Then, oh, yeah. uh, Home Alone, uh, yeah. Lethal Weapon, Die Hard. They're both Christmas movies. I don't know what you're talking about. Just, just, uh, okay. um, uh, the Santa Claus. Oh, it's a great one. The original. the original. They're all pretty good, but the original is great. And then you could throw in Christmas Vacation. And if I'm feeling very nostalgic... Uh, what is it? Uh, Miracle on 34th. Okay, that's pretty good. Have yeah. you ever seen like White Christmas or yeah, Holiday like, Inn back in the day? Those are White good. Christmas, yeah. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Yes, I, 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 I don't, I'm not a big fan, but you know, Stan's out there. What's up, Stan? Um, I'll tell you another one. Uh, and this is shows you my age. But it was big when I was a kid was the the claymation thing. But Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like that, the old Rudolph movie was awesome back in the day. A lot of people like the old Charlie Brown Christmas uh, thing. So, you know, there's a lot of great ones out there. This is, like I said, um, I'm a big nostalgia guy. Uh, for some reason, I always had very big family, warm Christmas parties and all that. So Christmas has always been kind of my favorite time of the year uh, especially knowing now that once christmas is over i am less than a month from shot show so hey you know it helps it helps we totally forgot frosty oh yeah so totally you know frosty now if, if if clover was here he'd say grinch so you know <laughs> but you know i'm glad he's not here so those cartoons were so it was so cool though when we were kids because you got yeah. you had to be there and you had you know, there wasn't any DVR or 
No, and, and they only played them once. Yeah, like they yeah, only played them once time. on NBC or whatever channel it was, but they played it once. And I think that's why I don't particularly like It's a Wonderful Life anymore because forever, like when I was growing up, one, there, was, there was only three channels. You had NBC, ABC, and CBS. And I don't remember which one it was, but it was one of the three. Like played oh, It's a Wonderful Life like every night for like a week straight. And it's like, come on, like stop. Um, Babes in Toyland, Marcus says, classic, classic. What about the, the Star Wars Christmas special, the original? The, the absolute movie. worst thing that's ever been on TV. Let's just be yeah. honest. <laughs> the worst thing that's ever been on TV. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, over 2,000 votes. You can't really go wrong, but you can. 65% say Christmas Vacation. They are correct. And 35% say Elf. Now, ironically, I have seen Elf already this year, but I haven't seen Christmas Vacation yet. So, I... I I put Christmas Vacation ahead of it, but I've seen Elf and I haven't seen Christmas Vacation yet. Usually wait till, you know, Christmas Eve because we do our Christmas like Christmas Eve with the family and all of that stuff. So we always kind of watch it on Christmas Eve. So it's a great, everyone has an Uncle Eddie in their family, right? Like everyone has got an Uncle Eddie out there. So I think that's one of the things that makes it great as well. All right. The last questions last week has got 1.4 thousand votes. Um, something, you know, something, it's just something, you know, put out there and people seem to be overwhelmingly uh, in favor of it. I just put a picture of the Henry big boy mayor's leg in 357. I just said, should I? Yes or no? Uh, Chris, 13 inch mare's leg, Henry mare's leg. What do you think? Should I get it? Should I get one for the channel or no? Definitely. Ginger mare's leg, Henry's mare's leg. Yeah. Yes or no. Yeah. No, there's no question about it. Yes. Yeah. So it's already coming. So, uh, it'll be here probably in the next couple of weeks. Probably one thing I love about Henry is they don't have them in stock. Uh, you have to like when they get an order or whatever, they make them right then and there, which is amazing to me that it's made in America with all American parts. And it's not one of those mass producing is like, Hey, you know, it's going to take you a few weeks, but we'll get it to you when it's made. I love that. I love that. 357. You said version 357. Yeah. Um, that'll be cool. You two calibers in it. Yeah, I've already got some uh, 357 and some 38 special ammo on our way. Thanks to our good friends over at Global Ordnance. Um, but let's let's pull this up. I want people to see this because I just think it is beautiful. Uh, let's see here, share screen. Big boys, mare's leg. Yeah, I, I just think that is, I think that's beautiful. Oh, look at that. That's just a beautiful 13-inch, 12.9 inches barrel. Uh, it's supposed to be, it's a pistol, actually. It's not a rifle, it's a pistol. You're not supposed to shoulder it. It's supposed to be out there. But, man, I just think that is, I just think that is really beautiful. 
And I'm I'm honestly more excited about this coming in. I know it's weird of me saying that I love reaction, but I'm probably more excited about this thing coming in than I've been excited in a long, long time. Um, in 45.70, I think you can get, well, I don't know if you can get the mare's leg in a 45.70. I'm sure you can probably get a regular big boy in 45.70, I'd imagine. Uh, I don't know if I'd want a mare's leg in 4570. Eh, maybe I would. They're coming out in 44 Magnum. Or 45 Colt, 44 Magnum, I think. Hold on here. What? So 45 Colt, 44 Magnum, 357 Magnum. I just think that's beautiful. So, yeah, that's going to... Uh, now you need a big loot for that pistol. So, yeah, um, we're going to have some fun with this for sure. Um, yeah, that's on its way. We'll be here probably in a couple of weeks. So I'm really, really, really excited about going foot on this channel. So, um, but I just think it's a beautiful, a beautiful one. Um, put a stock on an SBR. I, I don't, I, I don't want to Marcus because I think it's going to be fun as hell. To shoot. I think that could be a really cool, um, truck gun to be honest with you i think it'd be really cool because they sell like mare's leg holsters and i think about putting a mare's leg holster even like maybe a back holster a back scabbard or something but attach that to like the back seat of, of the, the passenger seat of my truck and just have it right there and just pull it out if i ever you know and i think it'd be a really cool truck gun so yeah i'm looking forward to it but yeah um man it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun um you guys ever shot any of like the the rossi ranch hands or any like those short barreled old lever actions i've never I shot haven't. one of the pistol ones oh yeah 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 i haven't shot the pistols but i just shot the new marlin black series that just came out the 4570 mm -hmm. and that was yeah. fun oh yeah oh yeah What's up, 223 DMR? Uh, Marcus have always wished they made a mare's leg in the all-weather. Um, now, that said, uh, standby for the standby. I want to say that the mare's leg in 22LR, I don't think it's the, the wood and brass. I might be wrong about that. But I want to say that the 22LR version of the mare's leg might be uh, in the synthetics. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They, they might. They might. Uh, Jacob said there's a big boy 4570 Henry uh, for 870. There's a little gun shop. There you go. That's actually not bad. Uh, those things usually go for at least 1,000. Um, so, yeah. Pretty cool. I'm looking forward to, like I said, that's uh, that's going to be one of the things that uh, I've I've been most excited about in a long time, in a long, long time. Um, okay, forego that text. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about maybe some ideas for Christmas gifts for gun guys or gun women or gun people in general. Um, obviously, guns and ammo. Those are the obvious ones, um, but we're going to talk about maybe some stuff that we've seen or we've been looking at or whatever that might be interesting gifts for people in your lives that uh, might be gun people or 
give some ideas to your family members that could be some interesting things that might not be something that you normally would think about uh, when it comes to guns. Uh, one of the things that I that I always start out by saying is, and, and you don't have to use Mantis. You know, there's dry fire mags, there's Mantis, there's all sorts of different systems. But some of these systems for dry fire, especially if you are in a place that has a pretty brutal winter, that you may not, you know, if you have a brutal place that you live in that has a hard winter, man, like there might be months during the wintertime that you can't get to the range. And, and the last thing you want to do is is not go to the range for a few months and lose that proficiency with your firearm. So dry firing becomes a big deal. Um, and like I said, there's a lot of different companies and a lot of systems out there, but I think that might be something that, um, you know, I think would be a good gift idea for someone that definitely lives in Ohio and all these places that's going to snow like crazy. And you may not want to get to the range when it's 20 below or eight feet of snow for a few months. So, uh, Chris, I'm going to kind of go back and forth and all around, but Chris, what, what's some of the things that are at least let's bring it one at a time. Maybe, uh, what's like one of the big things that you think about that's kind of outside the box when it comes to gun guy gifts. Um, I was thinking about this today and I thought, cause sometimes like we know people in our family have guns, but we don't know like what calibers they have or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. um, cleaning kits, I thought were a big, ah, yeah. um, especially now, like, I know you guys deal with ages, but I know over, like I go over to breakthrough and they've got all these mm -hmm. like combo kits. So like, if you got a shotgun yeah. and an AR and a pistol and sure, um, so yeah, I think gun cleaning kits uh, are super cool, and then uh, like the cleaning mats, you know, whether a tech yeah. mat or I actually use one for I got so many of them. I've got a big one that I use for this big ass desk of mine for a mouse pad. Yeah, uh, it's hilarious, but yeah, absolutely, they're multi-purpose. I've got so many of those that I've taken them to work. His his mouse pads, all sorts of stuff. But yeah, especially the ones that if like you can find out. Like one of the guns that they have, let's say a Beretta 92 or a Glock 19 or something, you can find one of these cleaning mats that is for the Beretta 92 or whatever. And so when you like, you know, deconstruct that gun and, and, and disassemble it and everything, you've got like this one right here is for uh, a Beretta 92 uh, that I'm I'm using right here, and it's got all the different parts, you know, the 50 something parts of the Beretta 92. So when you Take it apart. You can put it on there so you know that everything's put back together and all that, and you clean it. But, yeah, I, I love the idea of, of cleaning kits, cleaning mats. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, Ginger, what's one of the things that you think about when you think about gun guy gifts? All right. I got to move my mic a little because I'm a sh little show and tell. Uh-oh. Vertex backpack. I happen to yeah. have this one right near me. So range bag backpack this is a great backpack for like concealed carry i normally throw my uh i had a little ar that i used to throw in mine or uh or a strybog just a backpack gun uh but they yeah. they serve i use mine when i travel a lot so it's a great over all around kind of gift and they got all their fancy uh tactagami stuff so you could do holsters and things in your in your yep. bag um and then it's a little far away but Savior range bags are also really great, especially ones with I've little got Savior, you guys can't see. I've got them some over here, up there. I, I've got 
save your stuff out the ass, but they're fantastic bags. Yeah, especially yeah. like that pistol case that they have, the double sided one. It's like twenty nine bucks. Right I there. mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I've then, got. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk them. Grab this one. Real yeah. quick. Go ahead. Uh, the other one is the um, fix it sticks. Fix it sticks are great gifts. Oh yeah. To oh, have yeah. those, throw those in the range bag. They're great to. You you know your your screws come loose things like that those fix it sticks my come screws in my screws are loose anyways but yeah. well what's in here what gun is in here this is awfully heavy there's something in here oh ammo that make more sense okay it's like oh my I don't keep my guns in bags so uh, this is a savior bag it's a little bit a little bit bigger I'm not even sure what this one's called I don't I don't know which ones their names are. Uh, and then there's a little smaller one. Uh, you can see the difference in size, and they've got bigger ones. They've got all sorts of stuff. I mean, like I said, Savior is great. Um, I have no idea what either one of these calls, but uh, they're great, and they're they're inexpensive. I'm not going to say cheap because they're not cheap, like quality at all, but they're incredibly inexpensive. So yeah, uh, I'm getting ready to work with a company that I had never heard of before. And they're up there in Boise, and you brought it Vertex, uh, and that's where Vertex is. And I think the whole story, from what I'm understanding, is that maybe some of the people um, have worked at both companies. Anyways, uh, 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 I'm going to mess up the name. Uh, Eberly Stock? Have you ever heard of Eberly Stock? E-B-E-R-L-E Stock? Yeah, but by the way, Vertex is in Cincinnati. I thought Vertex was in Boise also. Do they have like a, a, a factory there or something? You're, you're thinking Victus. Victus. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I thought I'm, I'm okay. Maybe I'm, I thought that Vertex had uh, something there also. I might be wrong. Yeah. Um, maybe they have like a distribution thing or something. I don't know. But anyways, uh, a, a Burley stuff, a, a Burley, Everly. I think it's a Burley, Everly stuff, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm butchering their names. Uh, just, kind of came across their stuff uh, not too long ago and uh, talking with them. And I think that um, I'm going to do some work with called the gun runner pack. And it's a, kind of like a day pack, but it's also got the built-in rifle scabbard. And I'm thinking that could be perfect for like PRS matches where sometimes you have to hump it between stations and all of that. And instead of just throwing the rifle, the shoulder, put in the pack and it's, it's a, it's like a day pack, right? So it's perfect size for your match. You can put your ammo and different stuff in there, but it's not this huge pack. Um, but with the scabbard attached to it, I think, um, yeah, Victus, you said Victus. Oh, man, speaking of them, talk amongst yourselves. I, speaking of Victus, man, some of the coolest gloves just got from Victus. Let me send them over. Those are pretty sweet. Yes, they're say small. Yes, I have little girl hands. It's okay. Uh, but those are pretty sweet. So looking forward to messing with these. These just came in. There's the you got a lot of different grips and all that. So I'm looking forward to, to messing with those as well. But uh yeah, Victus is a pretty cool company. Uh, uh anyways, I, yeah. I would I would say so. Look at your phone. Oh, uh, do I want to? Yes, you do. 
Did those oh, come through? Snap. That's going to be on every Victus product from now on. Uh, not on there on these, but uh, as of, as of as of yesterday, they just oh got really it. wow yeah that's awesome yeah Victus uh, makes some great stuff. Um, really happy to to work with those. So just in time, but those are kind of a different color combination. That I think I'm really digging the FDE two different shades of green and then some gray in there, which I think is, is pretty cool. So yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Bags, bags, bags. How can you go wrong with bags? I mean, I've got literally just bags everywhere. I know my wife um, probably hates it, but I've got bags everywhere and I love them. Uh, different sizes, different everything, uh, rifle bags, whatever. Uh, yeah, go check out. Uh, Savior is great. I like uh, Drago bags. I, I love Drago stuff. I've been using those for years. And um, But, yeah, they're great. Pelican makes some great rifle cases. Um, there's all sorts of great ones out there. But, yeah, different bags are for sure. Um, so back over to me, I want to sit there and say lights. Um, not, not maybe not even just the handheld lights, but like weapon lights. Uh, a lot of people are getting into uh, the gun companies are getting into putting that lower Picatinny rail on handguns. So you might be looking for a, a light um, for your handgun or rifle, AR pistol, whatever. I'm a big accessory guy for ARs. Love, love. I I, I love a few different companies. Uh, Surefire is pretty good. Enforce are great, but my favorite, probably overall, uh, for what they are and the price is Streamlight. I'm a huge Streamlight fan. Uh, I know Phoenix has got some good stuff. Chris, uh, any lights that you think that we need to tell people uh, they need to be looking into? Uh, I mean, yeah, stream. Streamlight's hard to go wrong with for the price. Yeah, um, I've had really good luck with the Phoenix lights so far. I've been running them now with, but started working with them right after Shot Show, so about a year now. Um, yeah. Haven't had any issues yet with the. Well, I got three of the pistol lights now, and then two of the. I just got a new light for my AR. Mm. Yeah, I've been real happy with them, but uh, but I don't yeah, have anything I, I, to say about Streamlight. I got a lot of Streamlights too. Yeah, I, I talked with the Phoenix guys at Shot, uh, like their stuff. Uh, I don't have any yet. I, 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 I'm a Streamlight guy, I guess. I'm kind of loyal to Streamlight. Now, I probably will maybe start getting some different brands. I've got some Enforce and some stuff and some Surefire and other things uh, from back in the day. But probably the last probably four years, I've been almost exclusive Streamlight, and, and I love them. So it is what it is. Well, uh, Ginger? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I mean... You can always get a holster for a streamlight. Well, that's interesting you say that um, because, well, I understand why, but what is 2311? I've got the new uh, TLR 10 on it. They sent me the TLR 10 for it, and it's such a new light that no one has holsters for the TLR 10. Luckily, when I was in Tulsa for Wanamaker, uh, I took the Witness 2311 with the light on there to um a, a holster company that were making kydex holsters there and i said can you make a holster for this and they're like absolutely so they took my gun and 15 minutes later i had a brand new kydex holster for it so nice. um there's there's a way around everything right if you if you can't find a holster for your gun and light combination 
Um, go to Wanamaker. There's always a couple different holster companies that will make them right there for you. You're going to pay a little bit for it, but you walk away the holster, so that's okay. Uh, Ginger, bring you in here. Talk a little bit maybe about, about lights, uh, whether handheld or weapon lights. Uh, is there a brand or one particular model that, that you would recommend for people? I mean, I've used Surefire just like you, so whatever the latest and greatest from them is is pretty much what I use. I mean, I, right now, all I have is the TLR-1. Oh, yeah. The, T, well, the TLR-1 is a fantastic light. It really, it, it's, it's a fantastic. You can't go wrong with any of the stream light lights. I mean, they're all great. The TLR-1, obviously, is the one that kind of put them on the map. Uh, they've been around for a while, and you know you can still buy TLR ones. They're still probably one of the top sellers for Streamlight, if I had to guess. But yeah, fantastic light. And the great thing about it being the first one, now they're in the model, the tenth model. Uh, you can find the TLR ones maybe for just a little cheaper, and they're fantastic lights. Um, fantastic lights. Can't go wrong with TLR. I've got probably three or four TLR ones. I mean, I've got, I've got, I don't even want to count how many t uh, stream lights I've got on different, I mean, good Lord. I don't know. I'm thinking about having to figure out how to put a light and, a, and an optic on that mare's leg, though. Just thinking I might have to put some kind of optic and a light on that thing. Got to tactical it up a little bit. That would be, would that be blasphemous to do that? No, just call, uh, just call Ranger Point. They probably have a handguard for it with everything. They probably do. They probably do. Uh, Ranger Point's the one that did the shotgun for John Wick, wasn't it? John Wick three or is it four? No, the one with the uh, the dragon's breath. I, th I want to say that that was a, a Ranger Point uh, handguard on that that made it all tactical looking. I might be wrong about that. Not sure. Might be wrong about that. Might be wrong about that. Calaveras says, "Leave the mayor's leg alone." People are already like, people were happy with me. By the way, eighty-five percent of the people said, "Get the mayor's leg." Eighty-five percent. I'm getting the mayor's leg. So um, now people are saying, "All right, don't tactical it up." Well, it's a tactical channel. It's not ghost fud. It's ghost tactical. I got a tactical. Even if I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Chris, uh, anything like what other kind of items or things are you thinking about that would be good gifts for the gun people in, in, in their life? Uh, definitely ammo. Uh, ammo is always a good one. Yeah. But you kind of go back again. That's when you got to know what calibers of guns they have. But. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, ammo is always a good one. You know, um, maybe even something if you don't know what caliber they like, but, but you know, hey, they they like to go to XYZ online to get their ammo, or they like to go to Academy or where they go, go give them a gift card. And I know people, people talk shit about gift cards being impersonal. I would rather have a gift card saying, here's a gift card for a hundred bucks. We can go buy yourself some ammo or whatever. Um, I would rather you give me a gift card if you don't know what to get me than get me something that I'm going to return anyways. At least I can go and get what I want. Uh, my daughter a couple of years ago got me like a $200 uh, gift card to one of the big gun shops in Little Rock. And I was like, hell, that's amazing. Thank you. You know, it's like, is it 
Is it bad I give you a gift card? No, it's never never bad to give me a gift card. So, um, yeah, even like, like Chris said, if you don't know the, uh, the caliber, a gift card, a gift certificate, whatever, to an ammo company or whatever would be a good one to have. Uh, Lance, my buddy off the X, so there says a gift card is never the wrong size, the wrong color, or the wrong brand. Just saying, this is true. This is true. Um, Rich says Henry needs to make an X series mare's leg. I can, I, I doubt very seriously they'll do that, but you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, uh, Ginger, another maybe gift idea. Uh, Targets, especially rubber targets Ooh, like from TCRT that. Target. Wow, uh, nice, they nice are, shameless plug there. I, I have the shameless plug. Yeah. Uh, no, because the people over there are great. Uh, no, I just shot mine the other day. Uh, found out you shouldn't put forty-five, seventy hollow points through it. It doesn't like that. Uh, it doesn't heal up punches. for you. Uh, it healed up, but it's still got a nice, clean punch through it that i figured was going to happen but that's all we had but uh yeah those targets are great they just came out with their torso targets rubber targets are lighter and easier to get away there oh i forgot to put my i guess i forgot to put one of my uh my plate carriers back up there let's get a hole through them Yeah, but uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Rob out there says this John guy. He must not have known you very well. Uh, he's, he might have a patch problem. You ain't seen nothing, homie. No, that's not. A, hold on. Let's see if I can get off the auto framing. No, uh, not at all. It's not a problem. It's a solution. A solution to what we don't know yet. But no, uh, no idea. No, I will say that Calaveras has a valid point. New caliber ammo, someone gets you the wrong caliber, and it is it it is an excuse for a new gun. So that's a fair point. Unless fair it's point. forty or three fifty seven sig. I'm I'm a fan of three fifty seven sig. That's the only thing good about forty is it can be converted to three fifty seven sig pretty quickly. Um if anybody's out there, I'll, I'll use the old line for Ghost Tactical uh, from um, Christmas Vacation. If anybody's looking for some last-minute Christmas gifts for me, I will uh, be more than welcome to uh, happy to, to accept 357 ammo or 38 special ammo for the mayor's leg, and I will shout you out in a video. Just saying. Hit me up if you want to send me some ammo. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I ain't too proud to beg. Shameless plug. Uh, Shameless plug for some free ammo. Any of my viewers want to send me ammo, hit me up. I'll give you an address to send it to, and I'll shout you out in the video. How about that? Uh, my biggest Christmas present, and we've talked about this a few months ago, and I'll, I'll make an official announcement here uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, but my official Christmas present to the Ghost Squad out there is for SHOT Show, not this coming SHOT Show in 2024, but in January of 2025, you could win entrance into SHOT Show with me. Uh, I'm not going to pay for you to get out there, pay for your hotel or flight, but uh, I'm going to set up a thing, a contest that I will, uh, I'll get a lucky viewer into SHOT Show of 2025. 
to hang out and you can kind of see what we do at SHOT Show. I'll introduce you to some people if you want, or I can just leave you alone and you can go walk around. But uh, there will be a, 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 a one of those contests, if you will. There's going to be a way. And like I said, I'll, I'll put the video out there and tell you what you got to do and all that. But uh, for SHOT Show 2025, I will, uh, I will be selecting someone um, from the viewer nation to go to SHOT Show. So it'll be fun. Could be fun. Uh, could be a nightmare, but uh, I think it'll be fun. We'll see here. Um, I'd say what I'm going to think about doing, um, and, and Ginger um, may appreciate this, if, if you have a gun person that literally has everything, you know, instead of just getting them something just to get them something, um, they may or may not have a membership to like GOA or any of the other two-way organizations. Uh, you can get those for, you know, 25, 30, 40 bucks. Different organizations are different prices, but most of them are well under $50 for a, a membership for a year. It'd be a great way um, to to not only support your favorite two-way organization, but um, for them to be a part of that and maybe buy a year membership into one of your favorite two-way organizations like GOA. Um, I, John, this is a question, and I know you haven't been there the whole year, but have you heard people talking around GOA? Like, do memberships actually, do they increase quite a bit around Christmas time? Is that something people do? Yeah, they increase around Christmas time. We get the we do offer gift memberships, but we also offer for the gun people out there. We have GOA Christmas ornaments. This year is a tactical snowman with nods and an AR. Nice. All members get that, or you have to buy those. You can. You got to buy them. <sighs> yeah. You're, don't worry. Um, you're you're on my list. I'm on the naughty list. Yeah, I live on the naughty list. Uh, I've got some stuff for all my my homies that, uh, like I said, I enjoy going out and specifically finding gifts for my fa- friends and family. So just saying, in the next couple of weeks, some people might be receiving some, I think they're pretty cool gifts, but, you know, it's what it is. Um. You can get those fish tank heaters. What? Oh, a tarp in your truck. I don't know. A really interesting conversation out there. G says, I'm going to win and just not have to pay for a shot. G, you're going to be a shot anyway. So this could be for someone that probably can't get into shot on their own that would want to witness and, 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 and see what shot's all about. Like I said, I'm not going to pay for your travel or your hotel. I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I ain't rich. Um, but I will get you into shot, and that's something that you may not ever be able to do again. So it might be worth the experience. But like I said, here in the next few weeks, that that announcement will come out, and you'll kind of go through. And a lot of it's going to have to do with you making a video. And for some of you that might be interesting, that don't like making videos, but you're going to have to, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to make a video response and, and do some certain things. You son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and all of that. Um, yeah, but going back to a membership to one of your, your favorite two-way organizations can be a cool thing as well. Um, Chris, um, I'm trying to think of this other stuff that we were 
I had my list. I, I left my list. I'm not very smart. I left my list at work. I had a, a nice long list made out. You know what I should start doing? I should start making those lists in Google Docs so I can get them on any of my computers. Uh, not, like I said, I'm not very smart. I still use like paper and pen. I'm, I'm old school in that sense. But um, what do you guys think about knives? A little pocket knife? Is that something that? Let me ask you guys this because I'm a knife. I'm a knife fiend. Um, is a knife something that you would? have someone buy for you or give you a gift card to a knife company because some people are very particular about the knives that they buy right i'm not a knife guy but like every now and then you know you see that one and you're like oh man i gotta have that knife so yeah. like i just got that video i did a video on it last week that gerber uh what was that thing called had the bamboo handle and uh, it looked like a straight razor. That thing is just super cool. I was just walking through Menards of all stores, and I looked, and I yeah. saw that, and I'm like, oh, man, I got to have that knife. Yeah, Quadrant. so. It's called the Gerber Quadrant. Interesting. I have to go look that one up. That's interesting. Uh, so you, do you are you on the are you on the side of you don't want people to buy knives for you, or you don't care if people buy knives for you? I don't know. I you okay with it? Cool to get a knife, yeah. Like I but said, now, I, I thought like, about like at Quadrant, it's like it was like a thirty dollar knife, and I thought I'm gonna get mm -hmm. a couple more of those and just give them out to people. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, every everyone needs a knife. I mean, good lord, I probably have more. I I know I have more knives than guns, and I've got a lot of guns, but I got a lot of knives. Uh, Gort says he only buys his own knife. I, I understand that. Like I said, I know there are people, and I know people that are like that, that um, are very particular about not only the brand, but the blade styles. And, and Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. It looks kind of reminds you like a straight razor. Oh, hell yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I Gerber, that huh? That is yeah. pretty cool. I'll be damned. I think you can get it like it got like black bamboo and that, so it looks like a dark walnut or something, but I like no, I that. Think I, like, I like that. That matches that my grips right on my, uh, it also matches your sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that's sharp. I, I, I like that. I have to go look at that. Um, yeah. Uh, Ginger, what about you for knives? Are you okay with people buying you knives or do you like buying your own or what? It depends if they know what brands I like, like, I okay. like ZTs and I like okay. certain things, but no, most of the time I buy my own knives. Like I just got the Dessert Warrior. It looks like a donut, oh, yeah. and so I just I'm very particular when it comes to knives. And normally, what it is is I'll I'll pick them out and just say, "Here's a list of knives that I like. Go for it." He just froze, didn't he, Chris? Chris, you're muted. Yeah, he definitely froze. So let's continue this conversation while he's frozen. Was <laughs> uh, he? I don't know. I've seen him freeze before, but not for this long. Yeah, he's froze, froze. Yeah. Yeah, I've just never really got into knives. I just every now and then I see one, you know, I'm at the gun store, or I'm online and I'm like, Oh, gotta have that one. 
No, that's normally how I am. I'll see him and I'll buy, but I'm getting, oh, he, yeah, he, he fell out. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll buy them most of the time, but I normally make a list of knives that I want and I'll pass it along to whoever's asking what knife I want. Yeah. The one thing we haven't talked about Christmas gifts for gun people is optics. Would you want an optic as a, I'm very iffy about getting optics as a gift. I think it's different for us because of what we do. Like, I, I mean, honestly, I think if you gave an optic to someone, they'd probably love it. But for us, I think we're, because it's, I, I don't know, it's kind of, that's kind of my whole channel is reviewing optics. So I'm like, what am I going to do with another optic? So. Well, my, my thing is, is if you don't know what footprint their slides cut for. Oh, yeah. Or, well, yeah, if we're talking about pistol dots, we're getting in yeah. down a weird road now. Yeah, you're going down a real road. I mean, for a, a rifle dot, most of the time you're good, let's say. But for like a... I mean, G-Webs has got a good point. The optics are too expensive to spend on gifts sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to give them a real... You don't want to go... $50 Amazon scope or something or red dot. I don't, I don't know that. I mean, some of the rifle red dots. Yeah. You're still, you're talking, you're talking a minimum of a hundred dollars for a pretty decent dot. So it could get expensive quick. Trey just texted me. He said, internet down. Ah. Well, let's just keep talking until his internet goes back up because hopefully it's soon. I mean, let's just, you know what, because he's not here, let's talk about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and it's the best Christmas movie ever devised, and he's wrong for saying it's not a Christmas movie. I even have a Die Hard Christmas shirt I wear at Christmas time. I have Die Hard Christmas ornaments, Die Hard Christmas shirt, like, there he is. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Wow, my internet just crashed. I'm on my phone right now. We were just, we kept the conversation going. We talked That's about. That's good because it just crashed. Like, in the middle of like, it's like, what in the hell? So, optics. What do you, what's your opinion on optics for gifts? Oh, I love it. Uh, once again, I'll kind of tell you how I am on knives also, is kind of how I am on optics. Um, like, I, I like specific blade styles for knives. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's kind of a, but I'll take any knife. And just like that for optics, I like specific brands. I like specific types of optics, whether LPVOs or dots or holographic or whatever. But am I ever going to turn down a free optic? Uh, no. So I'll figure, one of those things where if someone was to give me an optic, for Christmas, and it might not be exactly what I want. Will I find something to put it on and use? Heck yeah! So I'm all for optics when it comes to Christmas. Where do you guys fall down on that? It was kind of a toss-up between yes and no because if it's like a rifle dot or an LPVO, I think we're good. But if it's a pistol dot, not knowing what the footprint is, kind of 
can cause some trouble. Even though this most things are, most optics are now RMR footprint. Most. Well, I think you can get away with RMR or RMSC. I think that either one of those footprints you can get away with with someone. Uh, chances are, if you have several quote unquote modern guns, like in the last year or two, and you've bought several of them that are optic ready. I think, but yeah, RMR, I honestly, I think, would you, wouldn't you think that RMSC is actually more popular than the RMR footprint now? Because in RMSC, where the hollow sun footprint is? No, RMSC is your micro carry. Okay, so footprint. RMR is hollow sun then? Yeah. Well, hollow sun does have RMSC dots and then they're. Like what's the 507, for instance? That's your RMR. RMR, okay. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, if you if you're, I'm new to the dot game. You guys know that on handguns, so I'm a little behind that. Uh, I'm just now in the last year accepting the fact that it might be something that I, I get into. But that that for me, once again, um, I'll use Calaveras thing. If you get me a dot for a handgun that I don't have, well, I just need to go buy a handgun that'll fit that footprint, right? Yeah. You're right on that. Um, reloading the hot pots. I'll take an optic for Christmas. I have all the footprints spread out around there. you go. Uh, let's see here. I saw Sorry. something kind of cool the other night. That, uh, yeah. So Eagle Run, he did. He bought like a part, a bunch of parts kit stuff, and built an AR with a family member. And That'd I thought, be kind no, of cool. that's cool. pretty cool. Like if you had like a bunch of brothers, so you could all get together and like you could do that, like with a a Glock clone. Somebody could buy the, you know, you could get the frame, yeah. get the slide kit, get the parts kit. Absolutely. I kind of thought that was kind of a neat. How gift. about getting like a a lower? With a parts kit, not not a complete lower for AR, but like a strip lower, but get the also the parts kit and teach someone to, to put that together. More importantly, get them the if someone doesn't have an AR, get them the complete lower if you want, and at that point they can go and find an upper, and that kind of pushes them to maybe get into their first AR. What do you think about that? I think it's a great idea, and then it yeah. gives you something to do, like when everybody's together for Christmas, you could be yeah. like, "Okay, let's hey, put, let's, let's go down the to the gun bench and let's build an AR." Absolutely, or you know, yeah. one person gets the lower, another person gets an upper, the other person gets like a, a BCG, and another person gets different parts, and say, "Okay, we're going to put together an AR." Absolutely, I think that'd be that's a great idea. Well, here's another one. I know. You said guns were kind of off the table, but... Uh, well, just in what, general, because, I mean, what, what can you get a gun guy? Guns, right? Or, like, right. That's kind of an obvious one, but I, I like this direction. Go ahead. But what about uh, black powder? Get somebody who's not into black powder stuff, maybe a black powder revolver or something different. Get them into a new part of the hobby. Or, I like that. Let's, let's, let's go with this one. Uh, something like that, or maybe some reloading supplies. Um, you know, maybe kind of get them down the road of reloading a little bit. Um, I'll tell you something that one of my boys, my Marine buddies, you guys know Ron from over at Riker USA. He's been getting on my case for three years now about getting into archery. 
What about getting someone some archery stuff? Uh, that can be, I, mean, I, I, I told him the same thing I told him about reloading. I don't have time for any more hobbies, but he swears that going out and taking 75 or 100 shots a day with his bow is really good stress relief. If you can't get to the range, go in the backyard and, and shoot your bow or something. So I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, but you know, archery could be something that kind of cool, especially for kids, get them into like the, some smaller archery stuff and, and do all that stuff. Yeah, I think archery, I mean, I've bought people crossbows in the past and, and tried that out. I used to do the same thing he did. I would get home and shoot in my backyard with my bow when I was in Ohio. Yeah. A couple of, it's great. I mean, it's also a totally different ball game really when when you start getting to archery it's uh different I'm trying to yeah. figure out figure out how to sight in and it's completely opposite of what you think it's going to be and then the other thing is it's a good thing because you could take them to get you get them a bow and you can take them to go get them set up because all the bows are custom set up for each person one of the coolest things I wanted to bring up, and I, I, meant, I meant to bring it up when we were talking about bags. Uh, one of the coolest gifts I ever received was a couple years ago from a viewer. It sent me um, a backpack that's a day bag, and it had survival stuff in there. It had uh, a little heater, uh, um, a life straw, some batteries, a charger, some different kind of foods and different stuff. Um, we've talked a lot in the last month or so about, you know, the shit hits the fan type scenarios and, and go bags and all of that. What about when we talk about bags, if you're going to get someone a bag, maybe go and buy some of the, the essentials, not a lot of stuff, but some of the essential survival stuff to put in that bag. So it might help someone that may not have a go bag or a survival bag or whatever to kind of get down that. What do you guys think about, uh, some of the survival stuff that we talked about in the last month or so? I think that's a great idea, but I would even to piggyback off of it. I would even say maybe a good, um, first aid kit. A lot yeah. of people don't have a good first aid kit for their range bag. First aid kit, a trauma kit, uh, a tourniquet to carry on their person or something. Yeah, I love that idea. Because most most people don't think about it because they're at the range, but having that stuff on you is always a good thing. I mean, I carry my first aid kit backpacking all the time. Absolutely. Uh, now, Gord out there talking about building a gun or AR says, yeah, the whole family can get on the floor and look for the takedown pin spring when that shoots out. That's true, too. Uh, G web says black powder kit or gun is never a bad idea. If they shoot it and like it great. If they, even if they just have it to fiddle with at home, it's a lot of fun. Plus you can blast black powder and cotton on the fourth. This is true too. So yeah, I, I, I like the idea about the black powder. Um, so <clears throat> for people out there that may not know a lot about black powder, such as myself, um, if someone was going to get kind of like an entry level whatever if there is such a thing black powder john or chris what's something that's relatively inexpensive and kind of fun for the whole family to uh, get into on black powder so i've been deep diving down this rabbit hole for the last month now because uh, i really want a single action army and i've been looking at pricing on those and they have drastically gone through the roof but black powder guns have stayed about the same um so a black powder revolver is fun you just have to know what you're doing if you're not careful you can chain fire 
the whole cylinder. Um, I know when I was a kid, my dad got me into black powder with just a single shot, 50 cal muzzle loader that we use for deer season. And that's how I got into it and really liked it. But, uh, those, that's probably the easiest way to get in is one of those, like he said, the kit guns, which are just literally a kit that you can stain the wood and you put the whole black powder gun together yourself or, or even some of the black powder revolvers. Those are a lot of fun because they're nostalgic. You can, if you, if you read up enough on it, you can pretty much figure it out pretty easily. So would you recommend a revolver or a rifle to start out with? Uh, I would say probably a rifle. Because a single shot, you don't have a lot to mess with. Um, But a revolver is probably going to be more fun. Yeah. You You got six shots instead of five. You just need it. And the cool thing about the revolver is that if you get really into it, for another 250 bucks, you can get the cartridge conversions. Oh, there you go. Switch them over to, uh, depending on the gun, you get either 38 Colt. Some of them will accept 38 Special or 45 Colt. Nice. Uh, Chris, do you have much experience with black powder stuff? Absolutely none. Yeah, same here. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's an interesting rabbit hole to get into. Uh, but it's just, it's old technology, but it's a blast. It really, it's just going back to the roots and Kentucky windage and everything on the rifles and then doing all the, the stuff with the, uh, um, with the black powder revolvers and knowing exactly what you got to do is that's even more fun as well and as long as you know know general safety precautions or or you this is gonna sound funny you put crisco over your revolver cylinder you'll be all right i'm sorry what did you just say you can put so when you're loading your revolver cylinder so that what what happens is is if you don't get the the four five four on the 45 if you don't get the four five four round balls you yeah, get 44 caliber round balls. They seat in, but they're loose. So what okay. happens is a chain fire is if you fire and some a spark goes into the cylinder, there's a chance that, that sil- all the cylinders may go off. Right. So to prevent that, you literally get a can of Crisco and you put it in all the cylinders. Well, I'll be. I never and heard something. It and it keeps everything down. And it also helps with fouling. It helps keep huh. the fouling down. That's interesting. And then all you, all you do with black powder when you're done shooting is you get uh, hot boiling water and soap. And you wash it all out and dry it all off and then put some WD-40 on it to get the water out. And then you oil it back up and you're good to go. Because if you don't do that, black powder is corrosive and you'll just pit. It'll rust and pit and turn everything Oh, I'd imagine so, yeah. Um, G-Webs out there says if they made a red and black muzzle loader, Chris from the 74 would get one. 100% he would. 100% he would. Uh, Lance brings up something off the X, that was my next one, was training for someone. Um, buying a training class for someone, especially if, if it's something that um, 
you know, they've been talking about for a while. Anyone you'd use training, but they've been looking and they've been saying, I'll get some training and all that. And yeah, uh, I think a training class would be phenomenal. Um, you can never go wrong with a training class as a gift. Uh, I know that most of most of the trainers that I know, um, and then they're we're talking, they're, they're they're pretty expensive, but you get you know what you pay for. Um, some of them will do discounts during the Christmas time, or they'll even let you um, start doing kind of like a, a pay as you go, or um, something that you can put money down every month. Um, to pay for a training for someone and all that. Maybe, maybe if it's a $500 class for a two-day class or something like that, maybe you put $100 down, but then, you know, let them know, hey, you know, the first $100 is there, so keep putting money in there, and when it's there, you have that class. Kind of like a layaway program, if you will. Uh, yeah, training is great. What do you guys think about training? Is that something people, it's kind of a weird gift to give, or do you think that's a good one? That's a great idea. I mean, I would like somebody to buy me a class. Hell yeah! Even if it's something I already know. I mean, you can always learn something. Oh man, yeah. I'll, I'll I see. I, I'll take like a one hundred and one kind of class every year, and it's for another reason, just to kind of keep my skills up. And people are always coming with different things, and no matter who you go to and where class you go to, um, you can always take something away from every class if you try. So I think that's a great idea. Um. One of the things I had, I remember some of my lists, I was thinking, I used to like black powder, and that's what reminded me of this. What about something airsoft? Uh, maybe even for the kids, but uh, getting like a, a Glock airsoft or MP5 airsoft or something that uh, introduced the kids to firearms, maybe through airsoft or even just to have fun LARPing it up with airsoft guns. You guys think the airsoft is, a, is it something that should be thought about? Yeah, I agree. And it's funny you bring that because I was going to bring up, I got for Christmas last year the Red Rider BB gun from A Christmas Story. Excellent. Excellent. And I was like... Careful, you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah, I know. But I, I got that because I wanted... Somebody wanted to buy me something, didn't want to buy me uh, a gun, per se. And I was like, give me this because I've always wanted one. I had a Red Rider when I was a kid. It's, it's nostalgic is what I started on. It'd be cool to have the one that was from the movie. You know, the cool thing about some of these air, these airsoft guns, let's, let's just take like Umarex. They've got, let's say, like the Glock 19 airsoft gun. And it's really great. You can set up a target or a beanbag or something, you know, downstairs in the basement. And instead of actually dry firing, you can actually shoot airsoft, you know, towards a target or something in the house and not break anything. But a lot of these are the same weight. Will fit in the holster, so you can work on a lot of different stuff for concealed carry with some airsoft guns. Uh, plus, like, you know, you'll get yourself like a, a two forty Bravo. Like, who doesn't want a two forty Bravo fully automatic airsoft? That'd be badass to have, right? Um, but I think there's a lot of cool, cool things with airsoft. Introducing the people to guns with airsoft. More importantly, uh, for training, uh, you can utilize airsoft in a lot of ways um, inside the house with the right setup. Uh, maybe in the basement or outside or whatever without having to, if you live in the city limits and you can't shoot your gun in your backyard, but you want to start working on your draws and all that, go get yourself a, a handgun that matches the handgun that you have and airsoft, go in the backyard and shoot airsoft all day and, and you can use the same holster and everything for it. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, the holster thing, because a lot of the, like you were saying, a lot of those guns now are, 
made right to spec, exactly like the gun you have. So yeah, that's a great idea. And they're even the same. A lot of them are the same weight, you know, as as the the, the original gun too. So it's kind of a cool thing. Um, anything anything else you guys can think of that we might have not have brought up yet? And this sound weird, but a really nice water bottle. Okay. For, for I I bring two water bottles with me to the range only because it's a hundred and something when we go. That's that's true. Sure. So uh, having a nice metal water bottle that keeps everything cool uh, is is always a plus. Yeah, G Web says gun books. That's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Gun books would be a good one. Uh, yeah, and your water bottle. You know, we talk about getting someone a backpack or a pack of some sort, a bag. A lot of them um, come now with the Camelbacks, uh, or you can purchase Camelbacks that go in your backpacks, which I think it would be a kind of a um, a cool thing. Hello, That's, you're not wrong, but not what we're talking about. But thanks, Death. Um, wow, coming in, coming in hot. Uh, wow. But yeah, a camelback is something to have water and not only to have a camelback. The reason why I say camelback is not only can you put in your backpack when you go to the range or whatever, but you can put that in your go bag. You know, uh, it could be, a an SHTF type thing to have water. Um, but yeah, you know, a, a water bottle. Uh, I know there's a lot of companies out there. So, I mean, I, I prefer like operator coffee. I don't drink coffee, but they also have hot chocolate. Uh, a lot of these coffee brands that are pro two A go support. That's a that could be a great stocking stuffer. Some some coffee or hot chocolate from these brands that are selling that. There's a lot of them out there. Um, like I said, I prefer Operator Coffee, but uh, they have great hot chocolate. Um, but yeah, those are great great stocking stuffers as well. Some coffee or, or hot chocolate from a a pro two A um, company out there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. We forgot something. Uh... Hearing protection. Oh, snap. That was on my list for sure. Yes, we did. Go for it. So I like, you know, the axles, but getting a nice set of electronic hearing protection, uh, depending on the person and what they're using, but uh, a good set of electronic hearing protection, be it the axle or Caldwell or uh, oh, Howard Light is the other one that comes to mind. But a good set of electronic hearing protection is always great to yeah. uh, to get. And, and if you're not wanting to spend that kind of money for someone, uh, I can recommend ones that I wear all the time. I, you know, when I'm just shooting at the range myself, I don't put my electronics on. Uh, I use decibels, and they're molded to your ear, and they cost like twenty-five or thirty bucks. It'd be a great stocking stuffer. Uh, decibels with a Z. Uh, go check them out. They are a phenomenal company. Great ear ear protection, but they're custom molded to your ear, so they're great. Um, but yeah, eye protection as well. Obviously, uh, eye and ears, you can't go wrong with any of that stuff. And there's a lot of great companies out there for every price budget that you could possibly have, you know. Uh, wow, Gort, Gort's hitting, hitting hard. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that, but I'll put it up there. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, ear and eye protection are great. Now, G-Web said solid gold bars are always a fun gift, and almost everyone enjoys getting one. Sure, absolutely. Uh, solid gold bars are great. Great. 
great, great, great. Uh, Lance says training class would be a good gift. He might have put that in earlier and then missed our entire conversation about training. Yeah, Lance, we, we went over training classes would be phenomenal to have. So, uh, yeah, we talked about that for a while. Uh, Chris, do you think of anything we might have missed? Not really. Um, yeah, something will come to me, though, when we're oh, I'm off sure. air. It's the way it always works. Yeah. I mean, patches. Sure. Patches are great. Um, trying, I'm just looking around my office now, just seeing what else that we could have forgotten. Holsters are hard. Holsters are hard. Holsters are hard because now, once again, when it comes down to something like a holster or ammo, and you don't know what kind of gun or what it, like they might have it on there, you can always get a gift card for a holster company and say, "Go buy the holster that you want." You know, um, you know. G Web says dozens of patches is an awesome gift. Many people report better health. And they start winning lotteries and find new love and get promotions at work after gifting or receiving dozens of patches. Uh, go check out gearwebsites.com. <laughs> <laughs> Free Patch Friday, baby. Free Patch Friday. I mean, I don't know what he's talking about at all. No, I don't know. You, 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 I, you might have a problem. That one corner, though, behind you is looking pretty lonely. That, that's that, that's, that's the new corner. That's dedicated to yeah. Jack. That's the that's the brand new panel that just got added in the other day. You'll be adding. You're gonna have to add more than just that panel after shot show. Oh yeah, the whole bottom, and then I'm gonna start <laughs> working on the ceiling next. You know what's gonna happen in the next couple years with all the patch panels? He's gonna have like the acoustical room in there with all the soundproof, but it won't be soundproofing stuff. It'll all be patch panels. It'll sound really good in there. That's the plan. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, we're coming up on an hour and a half. I, I do want to say hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Chris, I'm going to give you a few minutes to talk about any projects you have coming up, some of the stuff that you might be working with. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Was, this is a fun chat. And, uh, yeah, I got to uh, work with a couple new optic companies. Uh, got some videos coming out in the next couple weeks with that. And uh, that's about that's about it. Uh, just got a lot of videos getting ready to come out. Yeah, uh, getting ready for shot and all that. So it's going to be a fun month. Yeah, that's uh, starting to fill the calendar up with interviews and uh, I'm getting a game plan together. You know, second one too. now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a little more prepared this time. Well, the first one's always fun because you have no idea. You know, you can have people telling you what it's like, but until you actually you experience it for the first time yourself. You really have no idea. So uh, you did a great job last year. I look forward to seeing what you do this year. Yeah, I'm getting super excited, man. I, I can't wait. Oh, yeah, best week of the year. So better go check out Chris from the 740. Uh, Ginger, what you got going on at GOA? That you, uh, in case people miss a two-minute for 2A, uh, what's going on at GOA and, and what maybe some projects you guys have rocking for the Christmas season? Well, right now, uh, rocking for the Christmas season is our annual uh, Christmas ornament, which is our tactical snowman with nods and AR. It looks really good. Uh, there is a bundle pack up there with some leftovers from last year. 
Uh, so go check that out. Uh, we are going to be some, running some more deals on our web store and adding new products to our web store here shortly. Uh, we're working on a very big project uh, for next year that I can't talk about just yet. Uh, plus the podcast state of the second is a um, new episode dropped about an hour ago with Sylvan Arms. Uh, really excited to how that conversation went. Also, go back and listen to Trey's episode, which was two weeks ago. Or listen to all the episodes on all podcasting apps. Um, and then, uh, personally, I've got some projects I'm working on. I just got a couple guns from our good friend Cat over at Global for TNE, and a uh, couple guns from <coughs> good friend. Uh, uh, from uh, Kyle from Anderson, and then next week I am flying out to Chicago I'm for, sorry. The an- for the annual Optics Planet Gala. Yay! Yay! Super. Uh, I hope that you already have your invitation because if not, it might not get there in time. So yeah, I've got I've got that invitation in hand. Um, <laughs> and to answer. G-Web's question, I think it's like 37 patches glow-in-the-dark, including the one that he gave me at SHOT Show 2020. There you go. There you go. Uh, G put the link out there for the gun owners um, ornament and the shop and all that, so go check that. Thanks for doing that, G. Appreciate you very much. Uh, as for us, yeah, it's been um, it's, it's going to be a hectic month for me before shot six weeks out before shot whatever i've got as of right now i know of four new firearms coming in the next week or so um that will we're going to get reviews out before the end of the year uh, or at least before shot and all of that so looking forward to that one of them being the mayor's leg henry which is i am like a little kid in a candy store I, I never thought I'd be excited about a lever action, but I am really, really, really excited. Uh, it very well end up might be in my favorite gun if it all works out the way I think it might that I own, which is great. Uh, we do have a video dropping. Uh, what's today? Wednesday. Either tomorrow or Friday. I can't remember. It's going to be uh, our, our top five best products that we've worked with this year for 2023. So that top five will come out of the, the best products that our favorite products we've worked with, not necessarily just guns, but uh, the products we've worked with in 2023. Uh, we've had a bunch of them come through and uh, got a lot more. Man, I've got so many things I've got to get caught up on. It's going to be a hectic six weeks for me for sure. That said, uh, I guess that's first world problems, right? Uh, I guess I shouldn't complain about having a bunch of products to review and, and, and all of that. So looking forward to that. Be on the lookout in the next six weeks. You're going to see a bunch of, of cool guns on the channel and uh, some that you might not be expecting to see on the channel for sure. Uh, more importantly, guys, get out there. Be more proficient with your firearms. Make sure that you're staying in tune with all of the local, state, and federal 2A legislation. Uh, make sure that your elected representatives are doing their jobs. And if they're not, then guess what? 2024 is an election year. We can make that change, folks. Make that change. Make sure that they're keeping your best interest at heart. Most importantly, enjoy your freedoms of being American, one of which is to keep and bear arms. We'll see you next week. Simplify. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like this one and want to check out some of our other podcasts, we invite you to check out the Jarhead podcast, the Ghost and Clover podcast, and the Speed Limit 155 podcast. We also like to invite you to check out our YouTube channel, Ghost Tactical. If you're into the firearm world and the lifestyle of the, of the firearm community, go check that out. And obviously, go check out our website, ghosttactical.us, to check out all of our projects, our swag, our stores, and our discount codes. Once again, thanks for always supporting the podcast, and we'll see you soon. Simplify.